There's no one answer. Some of it is just the age-old fascination with celebrities behaving badly, compounded by the ubiquity of technology for capturing and broadcasting their misbehavior and the media's eagerness to share the details with us. There are assholes who simultaneously intrigue and appall us, like Sheen, Galliano, and Gibson, whose outbursts reveal streaks of hatefulness or unchecked egomania. Some of it answers to the no less eternal satisfaction of watching combat and confrontation, as performed by the barking heads on what Deborah Tannen calls the Let's You and Him Fight genre of talk shows, or, more recently, on politically monochromatic programming dominated by a single resident bully like Bill O'Reilly. Some assholes titillate us with their effrontery, like Omarosa, Richard Hatch, and the other reality show manipulators who become celebrities in their own right. And still others suggest the undeniable allure of people who are in a position to indulge the undiluted whims of ego or vent their anger and contempt without concern for the proprieties. Cultural rock stars like Kanye West and Steve Jobs, who act like assholes because they can. The visibility of these icons of assholism isn't necessarily evidence for the collapse of civility and the coarsening of public life, much less for a general deterioration of national character. However dire things may seem, on the whole we're as nice as we ever were, particularly in the way we treat our friends, family, and colleagues. In some ways, we're a good deal nicer. But indisputably, there's an intense interest in the asshole phenomenon. Every age creates a particular social offender that it makes a collective preoccupation. The cad in Anthony Trollope's day, the phony that Holden Caulfield was, fixated on the post-war years. And the asshole is ours. In fact, you could argue that some of these archetypes play a cathartic role for us. Donald Trump acts like an asshole, so we don't have to. But the preoccupation also reflects the modern creation of new and unprecedented settings for acting like assholes, in both public and private life, opening the way to varieties of behavior that people a few generations ago would have found not so much shocking as weird. Think of the varieties of digital miscreants, denominated lurkers, cyberstalkers, sock puppets, and blog trolls. This isn't entirely a deplorable development or at least you can see it, as the collateral consequence of some healthy ones. The advent of the asshole is a reflex of very sweeping revisions in the personal and social values that we all share, even if we sometimes find ourselves railing about them. The point of this audio program, more than anything else, is that the ascent of the A-word and the attention it gets say a great deal about who we've become. Asshole is always a disreputable word, whether it's referring to someone's anatomy or his character. But it's only the latter use of the word that can move people to laughter. That was invariably people's reaction when I answered their question about what I was working on by telling them it was a book about assholes. That response made me a little defensive, and my questioner was often obliged to listen to an unbidden disquisition about why the topic was actually worthy of attention but it was also reassuring to know how many people find it amusing that someone would want to write a serious book about such a topic. The words that make us laugh aren't usually ones we give a great deal of thought to. To study asshole is to dip into a pool unrippled by deep contemplation, insulated from the airs and distension 
that can infect a word like incivility, which provides an accurate reflection of what we genuinely think about how we should behave toward one another. As my subtitle suggests, I'm really interested not in assholes so much as assholism, along with its close relation assholery. The English language isn't as accommodating here as some other languages, which have standard words for the things that assholes do, like the Spanish pendejada from pendejo, literally a pubic hair, and the Italian stronzata from stronzo, turd. English is an adaptable language, of course, and it isn't hard to find instances of assholery going back 40 years in the works of writers like Thomas Pynchon and John Irving. But dictionaries haven't yet acknowledged the term, a telling diffidence in this day and age, when the Oxford English Dictionary is at pains to demonstrate its hipness by including...